0: Hey, and welcome to this week's edition of the Rugby Report Card. Uh, With me this week is two very sombre gentlemen. Uh, Blake, how are you, mate?
1: Mate, I am a bit sombre. The news of Todai Kefu today was um, really, really sad. So wishing him and his family all the
0: best. I am sombre on that. And Jim is also with us today. How are you, sir?
2: Grim. Not a lot going on here. (laughs) Um, Yeah. What, what do
0: you think, boys? Like, do you want to just jump in straight away, and you're going to go hard on, or with a day's kind of reflection, are you going to go less hard?
1: Mate, it's a pretty sad day for for Australian rugby. It feels at the moment. Obviously, what I said about Toto Kefu, but moving on from that, just looking at the rugby, rugby. I don't know what rugby is. Looking at the rugby, um, it, it's about as bad as it gets. eh? it's the same old script since two thousand and three. We suck in the second test. It was horrible. We, it was just awful. Um, and then, you know, Penrith kicked out of the shoot shield. Uh, Schoolboy rugby cancelled for the year. Club rugby cancelled for the year in New South Wales. Club rugby cancelled for the year in Queensland. Um, it's about as grim as it gets, isn't it? It's amazing, Australian rugby. You
0: always think you're at a low point, they just drain a little bit more out of the pool. So why don't you flip it around and go? Yeah, this is the lowest point right now, and this. We
1: did that two years ago on this podcast.
0: Yeah, so then uh, maybe it can only go, you know, upwards. You've got to. Let's let's look further forward. Like you said, that was the worst before, but now there's no rugby right now. I no, want you, it-
1: Richard. You're just playing devil's advocate, mate. If I came on here and said it was all right, we played good for forty five.
2: You'd be wrong. It.
1: Yeah, you'd be, you'd be dead wrong. We suck,
2: Jim. What life is you think? a life is a flat circle, man. Things are destined to repeat themselves we'll be here in 2 years talking <laughs> about another 60 to 20 defeat.
1: I'll be fit and shredded um,
2: Look my t- it, I, I'm not look if I was a businessman of which I am you guys both know me but I'm entrepreneurial tendencies.
0: You're not a um, businessman. And you're a businessman.
2: <laughs> um, I think if we're interested in rugby being a successful thing, we need to abolish and be done with the Bledisloe Cup. Because oh, when you wow, when you talk four week, four months ago, when we're like domestic rugby, how good! It's so much fun to watch and celebrate something. As soon as we let Kiwi- the Kiwis back into any competition, it's just been balls. <laughs> so fuck it off, man. I'm not enjoying it. I haven't watched the last two tests. Haven't watched sixty. I watched sixty minutes of each, and then went fuck this. I'll done. tell you what, the
1: French series I'm
2: was of so fun and that was painful too. Heaps of fun.
1: Well, let's talk real news because I, I don't know about that happening in some time. but on that, it would be handy if we didn't start the last two seasons with two games in New Zealand. Just For fuck them off. For obvious reasons, but it's not, it's not really fair, is it? Um, but in other news, they've announced that they're abolishing the ghetto law.
2: They'll have to, man. Abolishing it. Someone's going to knife at their throat. They have what to is- get rid of it.
0: Can I ask, are they going to go back to pre-2015 and, and, and not pick anyone? Or are they going to abolish everything and no, pick everybody? No, no, Here's the thing, pick everyone. Here's the thing
2: though. Everyone's it's not going to change shit. <laughs> it's just it? the next scapegoat for why we suck. That's what it. A- it's just the next fucking move the cloth. Who's behind it? More shit players.
0: Can I ask, <laughs> what, what, is it, uh, that, um, what is the ultimate goal? Because if everyone leaves, and would look, we'd all leave. If someone offered us three, three times the amount of our annual salary, of course you'd go. I totally get it from that point of view, but it would dilute obviously the Super Rugby uh, system. And would you want to then not have a Trans Tasman completely and just have Super AU as a farming ground, as a grooming ground, etc.? What What is it that you actually? What, what would you want? You know, what, you, what you asked me two at-
1: years ago, and I come on here and I for Super Rugby because I'm a kid who had EA Sports Rugby 2002 and loved every second of rugby. And I loved the Super Rugby because there was more games. I think I enjoyed it more than the Wallabies because it was just on regularly and there were so many games to watch and I stayed up watching every minute of it. That product has sucked for five years. And at the moment, I think it's pretty clear that if the Wallabies can't win, Australian rugby dies. It's that simple. So I don't think it's about super rugby anymore. And that sucks as a, as a rusted on die diehard, as a Brumbies tragic who will love every minute of the super rugby and, and wants it to stay in a trans-Tasman or whatever version it stays in and wants the Brumbies to win the comp like the glory days when I was a kid. The reality is if the Wallabies don't win, Australian rugby is dead. Is there uh, also reality? You do whatever
0: you can for them to win, uh, I agree with that point. But is there also a reality we need to take a step back and go? Hang on a minute, we could open this all up. More players might go abroad, and actually, they don't want to come back. Like there's been so many reports say like the fact that Skelton's Stock has risen, he's playing fantastic overseas, etc. No, I really a load a- of shit, mate. And I've heard that yarn so many, many times. There's like, not a single you
1: know, kid who grew up wanting to play rugby that is going to say no to international honors. It just doesn't happen. The reason they say they don't want to come back is they don't want to pay cut.
2: No, no,
0: no, I get
1: that. And why I'm would just... you? You
2: go over there, work half as much. I've seen the games, man. They're slow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but you look to Jim's point, though, that there were times where this was a cure-all. Um, right now, in terms of continuity, um, and if you look at some of the stuff I've seen on, on continuity and blah, 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 it doesn't really change the needle that much. Now, obviously, what it, what it brings us is a shit ton of quality second rowers. Desperately need them. But right now, two of the blokes I'm actually hot on are Swain and Phillip. Uh, it brings us some red-hot back rowers, Gill and McMahon. Awesome. Where's one spot we've got plenty of talent? Back row. Um, it brings us a couple of centers back. You get Karevi back in the fold. Fantastic. You get Corobetti back on the sting. Um, that's great. We're pretty stocked there too. Um, what do we need? We need a 5'8". We need a fullback and we need a hooker. It doesn't help us in any of those. Uh, I'll take the second as for what it's worth, but I don't reckon it moves the needle a hell of a lot for the break of continuity right now. Don't get me wrong; it builds depth in the squad. If you look at South Africa, they do it. They played the B side against Argentina. They still look bloody strong. I think it would allow Australia to have a very strong squad at training.
2: Uh, and I think that. And that's it, mate. Guys, you're not you're not watching, man. It does. You can bring them all back. Shave five years off their existence. We're still losing sixty to twenty men. No, I, like,
0: <laughs> I think you need to. I agree with your point about increased depth. I think that's really important. Like you talk about the South African Bob Squad, or you t- you see the Kiwi bench that, that rolls up. The the quality that uh, the, the uh, Wallabies bring on. You know, Tom and Thor aside, like there's there's not that game changer. There's not that depth. So yeah, you're right. There might not be. Um, a huge amount of players that walk straight into that starting 15, but it would definitely increase the quality across the 23, surely. Yeah, and I think we can all
1: agree on that. I think Australian rugby needs a shot in the arm. And if this is a good news story and maybe an improved performance, more power to them. But the real story here, and we'll, we'll get into the game, it's um, it's Australian rugby is fucked. <laughs> there's no there's no quick fix, right? The, the mm. reason the Kiwis were better is that it was a competitive game of rugby for 45 minutes, and the Aussies played off hard and they played off everything they could they could scrounge together and they were competitive for 45 minutes in those clutch moments it comes down to skill brains and rugby smarts how do you get that you get that from bloody rugby being competitive from the under fours through school through primary school through public schools, through more, school more
2: it takes eight, more than that man you need to be eating john eal cereal seven, and shit through all of
1: that bullshit, through your NPC, through your club rugby, through your NRC, call it whatever the fuck you want to call it, that is what breeds rugby players that make the right decision in those clutch moments. It is years of competition for positions, coaching. It is depth. And right now, man, there's a 1,000 podcasts on it. Everyone said it. Rugby exists in 10 schools in New South Wales and 10 schools in Queensland. Of those 20 schools, the best 10 players go play rugby league right that rugby needs to be in public schools rugby needs to be in sevens rugby needs an nrc rugby needs depth the problem is we had the money to do that 20 years ago pissed it up against a wall um i don't know if we've got the money to do it right now but hey we're not going to solve Australian rugby problems on this podcast but i think we it might. runs deeper i think you can play devil's advocate for any quick fix whether it's bringing a Karevi back into the squad, whether it's bringing a McMahon back into the squad or a Skelton. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll move the needle quickly um, and it's exciting. And and we're clearly not a bad rugby side, although the the weekend beg to differ. Um, But the problem is it runs deeper, right? And I think that's that's where the break between Australia and New Zealand has just become a, a fucking chasm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, what used to be a game of inches is now a game of 30 minutes
0: where they're competitive for another 30 minutes more than us every game. But I think um, it gets to a point when they're, when they're all blacks get ahead, scoreboard pressure. And I think it comes back to uh, players are just trying too hard. I know that's just a, it's, that's a stupid comment to make because you could never try, uh, never not try hard, but you're trying to force things. And I yeah, think but, but this is what I'm
1: saying, Richard. It's it's brain explosions. It's dumb yeah, no, It's I mean, in between the ears.
0: I totally agree. With, let me build on that. And I can totally agree with that point. But at least maybe if they're making them now, then uh, if you stick with the core that you have, the players you have, then you learn from your mistakes and you build. If you make those too many short-term changes, then actually you don't move anywhere. You might move the needle for one or two games. But,
2: but that's need- all that's left. That's all that's left is to stick with the young guns and see what happens. Because mm. apart from that, I've seen it, man. I've read the book. I've seen it. We predicted this. This game too, it's going to be an absolute drubbing.
1: Jokingly, to your point though, Jim, the the problem really is we play New Zealand too much and COVID has exacerbated that, that there's no one else to play and you can't host any games in Australia. Um, But the problem is we play New Zealand too much. Any other country in the world would be in the same situation bar maybe the Springboks. There's no other country that could beat with them provincially or in internationally um, to compete with them consistently. We competed them for one week. Then we competed with them for 45 minutes. I reckon other teams could probably do that too. They're a beast, man. And it's a problem that we keep fucking playing them. Now I don't want to dilute that and I don't want to stop the challenge. We need to raise to it. We need to get better, but we need to win for the game to grow, and it just feels like we can't win while we keep playing New Zealand. I remember that, and I know this is me having a go at England, but I remember there was a 24-month period where England didn't play New
0: Zealand. That's Um, because they're scared, man. They were scared.
2: How nice is that, yeah.
1: No, but but they built built this huge momentum. Um, And at the time, they had a bloody good squad too, and I think by the time they eventually played New Zealand, they did win that game in Twickenham. Um, But they had built this sort of confidence, and there was almost this myth that this English... England team was phenomenal, but they just hadn't been tested against New Zealand and they went on to win it because maybe by the time two years had transpired, they had that self belief. At the moment, it feels like we had a generation of players that got beat up by New Zealand. It felt like this new young group had Super Rugby AU and there was just this glimmer of hope that just maybe they weren't burnt. They did it in the under 20s, they had talent. And there was still a glimmer of hope. Last time we did a podcast, but 45 minutes into that game, fucking third set pass in two weeks, all the hope was gone.
2: First minute, man. Didn't you watch the first 10 minutes last game? They were just equally as bad. We played horrific two weeks ago. and this, I don't know why we're fluffing this up like we were in the game this time. We just weren't, man. Clearly, it looked like we'd rehearsed parts of the game that we were really poor at week one. And I think there was heaps of chat about making them play from behind. It's the only way it's going to happen. So it was so much front football, so much energy, so much get there, so much go forward. And then obviously everything they'd probably talked about for five weeks was just thrown to the wayside with that intercept, which fucking sucks, man. And how well, often let's does that occur? let talk about the
1: intercept. I, I don't know why this one sticks at me. Maybe I thought it was a playmaker back in the day, but Brett Kamali. State of Origin chucked in an intercept pass. He was filling in for Johns that game. He threw an intercept pass. New South Wales lost. Bloke's career was over. I don't think he ever played Origin again.
2: I, I played there. Brick Camaley down at Touch Man. Uh, it was OzTag. He was in the same team in a comp I played and I fucking schooled him both times. I, <laughs> well, there you go. Heard it here. He was Heard. a gun there.
1: But, but I just remember at the time, like the media was savage. It was brutal. Rugby league people are animals. You'd never hear that language on our podcast. Um, but it was, it was over for him. Now, I do not want that to happen to Noah. Uh, more power to this kid. He stepped up in, in unwinnable circumstances. But fuck, we make excuses. Three intercept passes in two weeks. What is doing?
0: So what do, you, what do you want? Okay, we don't have a blank uh, checkbook. We don't, okay? It's, it's clear, it's apparent. But there's obviously a gap. There's a, a chasm, as you can call it, or it's getting... You want to have a rant, Richard. Yeah, you want to have a rant? I get that. But you know what? 15 years ago, you played New Zealand the same amount of times and you were competitive and you'd beat them. And, you know, it was... I don't think we series. did. I think we used to only play them twice.
2: So yeah, it was twice.
0: Okay, so played them twice then. So right, and now, you only had
2: to win once if you retained. Yeah,
1: and and, and honestly, it, it, two to four times. And now that we play them twice in New Zealand and once overseas, it's just a recipe to get bashed. Okay, but, but that, uh, that's. That, that's the point. I'm digressing, but all I'm saying yes. all of these things chasing this coin has um has all
0: exacerbated the problem but what is it that you want because nothing's going to change in the immediacy we've 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 obviously said that but what is it you want to see do you want to see a game a changing game plan you wanna what do you actually want to happen? Because Look, no players looking, no no real players gonna change because two weeks to...
1: fuck all. I want to see that first 45 minutes replayed for the 80 and hope New Zealand play worse and give away a red card or something. So you want the other team to play poorly for
0: you to be able to be successful?
1: <laughs> no, I, I want us to play like we did for that first half. I think we actually played pretty well, close to our potential. If we executed better, we we could have kicked some points and yada 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 yada. Long term, I want this squad to build, but clearly we need some key personnel back. You need James O'Connor at 10. I like the idea of Samu Karevi being in and around the squad a lot. Uh, And I like the idea, Jim's picking his toe on the camera. Thanks, mate. Um, And I like the idea of um, some international talent. It just threw me. It rattled me. I looked up. Um, I like the idea of some international talent coming back in the second row and building some competition. I think it's a step in the right direction. Uh, For the Wallabies, I don't know if it's a step in the right direction for Super Rugby, but right now my my issue is the Wallabies. Um, I think these boys can play well. I think we can put it to Argentina. That South African squad looks very fucking strong. Um, And I think, you know, lots of learnings can occur this season. I want us to see us competitive um, and just not do dumb shit. Don't. It's the eighty-first minute. You're playing the All Blacks, the best counter-attack team in the world. You're down by a thousand points. Maybe don't fucking
0: grubber it to them. What's Jim? doing?
1: Like adjust What's doing? How do those decisions come about?
0: Jim, what what do you want? What what is it that you would like to see happen with the Wallabies? Change game plan, change because there's no real change in personnel as mentioned. What is it that you would want?
2: Well, what do you mean by change game plan? We can't we can't kick. We kicked so poorly um in that game and we were playing from behind frantically and I actually when i looked at all of the tries that new zealand score and we all they're all self-imposed yeah. just absolutely horrific and i'd like to go through them with you now if, you, if you'd bear with me richard jim, i'd love to Huh? go, go for it jim i'm love would
0: love lo- 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 to see hear your analysis and,
2: I, and i'm gonna and i'm gonna do it in order too let me bump the app up so i don't miss any right because that would be tragic Let's talk about all of them. So we had the first one, which is obviously an intercept try. I don't know what's wrong with hands in that scenario. When so do you a, when know what a, it is?
1: It is it is racism to Germans.
2: <laughs> that's a bit far-fetched.
0: Yeah, that's terrible, man.
2: Yeah, it's not a great joke. But regardless of that, um, obviously an intercept, fuck, what are you doing? Fine, we'll move on from there. Then Kellaway scored off a nice little chip. We couldn't fucking get it out there. It had to be a kick and then some one-on-ones. And obviously, we'll that's them. where How the space is. Go Keep going, Jim. Yeah. Keep going. Sure. Um, next one was Retallic. That was a, a turnover that should not have occurred. Hooper was just lying over the ball, not killing, and then it was just fucking hands out. And then I was really disappointed, hugely disappointed in the chase and the get-back. Mm. Retallic runs past our people chasing that. If Mm -hmm. that is us with a line, like every fucking New Zealand dude's back there sprinting to get underneath that ball, illegally or what, it doesn't matter. So that was an effort thing, and it was fucking low.
0: Just to build on that, I think the chase in both instances uh, throughout the game, the chase from you kicking the ball and chase when the the counter-attack is on was poor on both parts. Well, I'd know
1: I think what's clear here is you've told us two tries that the All Blacks scored. Well, if the All Blacks score more than three tries, you're not beating them. So you've just told me two tries that the All Blacks scored both our mistakes. One I'm not done, man. Goal. No, I know you're not done. they has got a thousand points. But I guess <laughs> what I'm saying is it's errors. It's errors that they capitalize on. So either A, we need to play fucking perfect where we don't make those errors, or B, what you boys are saying is you need to train for the error to occur. Mm. And have that scramble defense set up. Uh, we've I don't been we've that been mentality, but maybe it's that dose of reality is necessary.
2: We've yep. been doing that train for the error yarn on this forever. We're never going to play a perfect game. We don't have it in us. It
1: doesn't no matter. One where does in from. rugby, though. But what I'm saying is you can probably leak it one or two tries in international rugby. It's going to happen. And at yep. the moment, rugby tries are coming off errors. They're generally not. They're coming off errors or set piece. They're coming off nowhere else. So yep. I think you can leak one or two. You can't leak two in the first 20. No. You're not no. beating the All Blacks if you do that. And if you look at the – as Jim runs the rest of these tape, they're going to be errors.
2: Yeah, there's plenty of errors. But it's even just like half time. Like we come back out of the half and it's just fucked. I don't well, know. The, the consistency is right. over 80 in the break, it's, it's 2 our downfall.
1: We fight the Lola CEO, the
2: Lola last week we were talking about the fucking, they kick a three and we just, the momentum's lost. You better just plunking down there and playing the minutes out. Cause we got the three there. They scored one minute later. As soon as we kicked it off, they got the ball back. And then it was just back on. And that was Savia's try, which was fair game. That's us yes. not being great at the regather. Um, but then Cody Taylor's try was some really shit play by Darcy Swain. Um, we had, what's his name, Aaron Smith with his hand on the ball. Can't play the fucking, you can't play him there. I understand that. But as soon as he committed that it's two on one, see you later. So if you're going to make a penalty, make the penalty, man, go Mm. in there and hug him with the ball. You can't just soft out halfway through and then let them have the overlap. Mm. So that was really disappointing. Following that was Savu Reese, which was the other intercept. This time it was, was it Tamu or Paisami?
1: Yeah, but now at this point, Jim, they're almost redundant, right? Because we're not playing the game we planned. Once you're down by thirty points, you're not playing the game you planned. This is what happens with New Zealand, right? This is why you get the blowout scorelines in these recent years. Is the further you, you we get the point, we made three or four mistakes. They scored tries. They've got scoreboard pressure. It's game over. You've got to play a different game now. We clearly practice for kicking behinds. And to dominate them, and
2: throwing it, throwing it as wide as we can, really quick. But the only other one, and I'll stop. You can stop me here. Was the Will Jordan one at 64, where we saw fucking Yul- Yulisi go in. Same situation, you know. Go back, look at the tape. Halfback's got it. He runs up, unsure. If you're offside, man. Now you've left a gap in the line that's exposed. It's exactly what happens. And then Tupo goes for the fuck, and I'm the biggest. Dude on the field hit, no arms, and Mm. misses the tackle and straight through. It's just shit, and it's it's really bad because it lets everyone fucking down. Tupo's going in with the mindset that he's the biggest dude. I'm a game changer. Watch this hit. It's your Blacks, man. They just step you so the hit's not as strong. Now there's two dudes out of the defensive line. See you later, Will Jordan. Like, it's embarrassing. You're coming off the bench to do that. And you can argue high-impact plays to turn a game around. That's what's fucking shooting us in the foot. No high-impact plays. Do everything right all the time. It's not rough on those blokes. If I was in that team, man, working as hard as I know they fucking are, because there's no way they're at training, listening to fucking tunes and just having a laugh, blood, sweat, and tears and time away from their families for someone to go in and just, what are you doing, man? Why is there two people out of the defensive line? doesn't matter if you're 60 points down. You're playing for Australia with every kid watching you, prime time, all this time and effort they've put into it. Can you please stay in the defensive line?
1: Just stay in the fucking defensive line. I can't argue with that point, Jim. I can't argue with that point. I guess what I'm saying is the horse is gone against all blacks if if you let the if you let him out in front, and that was gone really early. Even when we were playing well, it was gone um, because of shit errors. And this is this is my point. It's between the ears. It's execution in clutch moments, and that only comes with just shit tons of rugby. And that's where you're on the excuse that they're a young side, they're a this side. No, they're playing for fucking Australia. They need to be better. And and they weren't. And we're sick of this second test bullshit. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I guess to, to your question, Richard, what do we want to see next?
2: Right
1: now, it's obvious we want to see. We want to see them play well. We'll fucking with the goal and we'll watch the next one. But right now we're upset that we've been doing this podcast for seven years and narrative have not changed. I was right now. Trivia your questions. When was the last time we won the Bledisloe Cup? I was in year eight.
2: And the, you great. know what's different now too is it's actually in the paper. Now that it's owned by nine, it's actually there, front page. <laughs> Two years ago, you could just <laughs> yeah, sweep really? it under the rug.
1: What, Robbie, what are be talking a, about? It'd be a no, column in it. the
2: community paper, but Toowoomba.
1: I, I had a text today from a um, former teammate of David Lyons and George Smith. This is a true story. I won't divulge their name. But uh, And literally all it said was, if you're podcasting today, rugby is dead. I get it. Yeah, Penrith Cup. No rugby being played this year. Like it's, it's fucking grim, boys. It's really grim. So if bringing back some international boys brings us some short-term success for the Wallabies, Nat can get some pundits back. Hell, all it takes is one win, and we're on this podcast saying it's the greatest thing in the world. We'll still be there, but clearly...
2: Um, it doesn't, though. If they win in Perth, yay. You didn't win, man. That's bullshit, man. You two will be up and about. like
0: Up and about
2: like you wouldn't believe.
0: <laughs> Hell, yeah.
2: Third test, we bounce back a bit, and it's only because it's fucking on our land. Let's see no. how reason.
1: Yeah, well, uh, and I mean, that's my point. Starting fucking two tests in Eden Park is not heaps of fun. It's, it's not, Eden, is it? No. Like, even if you looked at this thing historically, if we just kept playing the All Blacks four times a year in New Zealand, we probably wouldn't have done great either. Um, it's a big assignment ahead of us, and they're a pretty special team at the minute. Um, but I just think we do better in the third test because the pressure's not on. Yeah. But we play well when the pressure's not on.
2: But then it starts the whole fucking, oh, maybe we should have started with this combination, and then it just feeds into the, the chasm. It takes yeah, well, over.
1: But, but that's what it is when you're a non-winning side in, in sport. It's Constantly just,
2: looking to pass the buck.
1: Yeah, but the problem is we're playing the Patriots every week. Patriots it's really hard mate. to breathe. Are they any good this year, Jim? No, no. no. Yeah. It's only preseason one. Um, yeah. So just shit. Should we go through some players? I mean, in New Zealand, we can go through them. They're fucking sensational. But should we go through a few Aussies? We'll start. We'll start at the back. What do you boys think of Tom Banks?
0: Yeah, poor. But I don't. I, I don't want to feel like I'm, I'm piling on him again. But I just don't think he's he's up there. He does. He does okay. But does he offer enough? No, I don't think he's secure enough under the high wall. I don't think he adds enough creativity into that back line. So I'd like to see someone else, but I don't know who that someone else is.
1: There was an article in the paper today on pay for league players, uh, full-back, highest-paid position in league by a fucking country mile, Uh, and just some of the names I read. Tom Banks, Falcon, two weeks
0: ago. Mm. Would you ever, just out of interest, (laughs) would you ever... uh, composed? Would you ever put... um, James O'Connor at 15, just out of interest and keep... No, i put him at 10.
1: And I really think that's hurt the Wallabies more than we know it. Um, James O'Connor, the Queensland sucked every time he didn't play. We really needed a general. We really needed an old head in this team. You can see that with Michael Hooper. We needed a general. We've been generalists through the whole French series and through the whole Kiwi series. And that's no disrespect to Noah. I think he's had some good games and good halves. um, But he has never controlled a game of rugby yet. Um, and James O'Connor, I think at this stage of his career, maybe it's he's the beneficiary of not playing. But if you looked at how he did play in the Super Rugby, I think he's a bloke who can do it. And we really suffered not having him. Um, so I think at this stage of his career, funnily enough, he is a 10, even though he doesn't have the traditional attributes of a 10. Um, and I just think we need him playing while all the emerging 10s get some game time. We've seen what Noah can do and and hopefully he can keep developing, but we've got, we've missed James O'Connor.
2: Yeah, James O'Connor at fullback is not the solution. Your fullback needs to be someone with a bit of X, someone with spark that's going to break the line. And he's obviously not a slow person, but he doesn't have that X. And, you know, his return of the football from the fullback position, I can count on one hand how often he sort of breaks a line or creates an opportunity. It was more of the Quade style and Tom Banks is a bit zippy So I I like it, and you need to be able to kick, and a bit of height works a lot, especially in today's game. So I don't know about JOC, but I know Damien McKenzie sort of breaks that too. But um, look,
1: I thought I actually thought Banks played all right. Um, That one line breaking kick was really, really nice. I just don't think he's a triple threat at international rugby. Um, And to beat the All Blacks, I mean, I thought Banks played all right, but I just think the tenth best winger in that country is—you pick him over Tom Banks, wouldn't you? Like, I just think that's where we are with Talon at the moment. He's not playing poorly. I just don't know if there's anything there. My sort of great wide hope for that is Pataya wants to be playing fullback. I think he's a genuine triple threat. Um, obviously, t- a long time away from it, but that's who I'd like to see there eventually, I guess. Um, on the Sting, Corabetti and Kellaway, I thought, were both sensational. Yeah, yeah,
2: yep.
1: like uh, To play well on the wing in a losing team is, is not a bad effort. Um, yeah. And I just think Kellaway looks every bit of Wallaby. Um, he just—he's an Adam Ashley Cooper, mate. And he puts on that gold, and he just becomes
0: an international quality player. Yeah, uh, I ask, never
1: ever saw him in Super Rugby before.
0: What's your opinion of them? As a, as a, I'm not disagreeing with your um, opinion at all. What's your, uh, what do you think about them acting as a back three? Do you think they function? as
1: There's well always to- been a wild card there. I don't think we've ever. Enjoyed a back three combination with him because he's so different the way he mm. plays.
2: Who? Who? Corabetti. Yeah, it's very one-dimensional. I love it, don't get me wrong. But um doesn't reek of a tactician or a or a communicator as an attribute. You know, it's it's this way and this way only. And his power plays are just dominating tackles. <laughs> um, but but Kellaway, he's the Bennett, he's played in horrible teams, man. The rebels, come on. And before that, the Tars. Come on, man. Of course he hasn't shine. So it's good to play in a team where he's standing out. And if, if I was either one of the other teams, I'd be tapping him on the shoulder, wondering if he wants a jersey.
1: Yeah. Um, the centres, I thought um, Paisami still looks damaging, but it's probably his worst game this series. Um, this was his whole international season for me. A bit rough moving a bloke from 12 to 13. I think in this day and age, um, they're pretty different positions. And I think he's developing into a 12, not a 13, um, and I think moving him was a bit rough, and he looked a bit lost out there. Um, and then I thought Matty Tumola, I just don't want to pile on him because he's one of my favourite players a year or two ago. But the bloke's just not a threat.
2: Yeah, well, one of my favourite humans as well, but this was the mistake, wasn't it? Like, he's this he's just was not the- a
1: threat. He just looks like old man Winters, jogs around like a second rower. He can do everything all right, but he's just not up to international
2: rugby, is he? No, of course not. He should not be in that team, and he probably – you get him a bit blind on a night out, he's you really the same thing.
1: I don't know if he would.
2: <laughs> is, he, uh, is he there for de- defensive structures? I can't cop that shit, though. That's
1: any team when you're just picking someone.
0: No, no, no. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm asking a
2: question. Who's that
1: West you? Indian captain who couldn't battle bowl? He used to bat about nine and not bowl.
2: No idea. I only know two come West on, Indian cricketers. Come on,
1: someone can name his name. It's a cracking reference for picking the old bloke at 12.
2: I think no, Kurt Ambrose. No, he was all right, wasn't he? He's he's right a de- de- yeah, that's a poor option. James. <laughs> I told you I know two West Indian cricketers. I could throw <laughs> those names at you. Huh?
1: No, not helping.
2: No. Uh, anyway,
1: that's my that's my analogy for him. And I think when you say stuff like organizers, the defense, great, you're paying all blacks, man.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just asking, do you think that that is the reason, though?
1: Yeah, I think the reason is he's got all the skills but on the training pitch you can pass left and right and kick left and right you can he tackles like a freight train he mm-hmm. just doesn't do any at the pace of international rugby anymore um you know i could see why on the training field he'd have the best be the best communicator be the leader of that back line yeah
2: talk to talk get the and respect
1: box. and if, Gets on well with the coaches, talks to the boys at the end of the training session. I could see it all happening. He seems like a cracking human. He's got all the skills. I'm sure at training, he can kick further than the other centres. He can beat him in the passing drills. Um, he looks like he's got talent for days, but putting him in an international rugby thing, he just doesn't do it at the pace he needs to do it at anymore. Um I don't know, brutal. Do you guys agree? Am I being too harsh? No,
2: no, 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 no. no. no it should be no, 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 no. no, no not harsh no. enough. No, there should be a, yeah, no, 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 no. That's fine. No,
1: no. look, no. I keep wearing kid gloves with Noah because he's young,
2: blah blah blah. And he's a brumbies boy, and a so he's fucking terrible. Yeah, atrocious game. But, what? But you know, it's not. It's not all his fault.
1: No, it's not no. career defined. I'm
2: not too upset with him. I'm not too upset with any of them really. That's I'm angry. the
1: problem, right? We're just not good enough.
2: That's it, yeah.
1: You put like, me in the Tour de France and I come last. You can't be off me.
2: And as if if you get picked to play for Australia, like imagine they just came out of the woodwork, picked me to play. If my country needs me, man, I'll put the jersey. I'll play horrifically I and loses the game within five. No way. Horrifically loses the game, but I still put the jersey on if they ask. You know, and so I think well, that's what's going on.
0: So if you if you know that you're to use your phraseology, horrific, then you've got no reason to be angry then because that's They've met your ideals. Yeah, but we're fans,
1: Richard. We we told you before the podcast we were gonna
0: lose by a lot.
2: Yeah.
1: Before the game aired. Exactly. So you can't
0: be exactly so you can't be angry because they met your 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 expectation.
2: I I say that it's all prep, it's all grief. It's all how I start coping with what's about to go down. I reserve
1: my right to be angry and how dare you try and take it from me.
2: Yeah, and deep down, I always think it's just a new team that's going to emerge, one I've never seen before, and it's not going to change overnight. Time five
1: minutes before kick-off, it's the dawn of a new era.
2: <laughs> and when it runs to the plan, how it should do, man, I get, get angry, avoid the news, turn the game off, move on. You're lucky on. you're not my
1: cat, Richard. Really? Why? I don't have a cat. <laughs> After the French series. You do you hurt animals?
2: <laughs> uh
1: Tate, what did you guys think of Tate?
2: He look, yeah, you know what? Right? Out of all out of all the faces, he looked like he hurt the most. Mm. So I was into that. And he scored that try after fucking that pissed me off that five minutes. But um, you yeah, know.
1: Well, there's case in point, they gave away two clear yellow cards to stop us scoring. Um, neither was given for some strange reason. But then we in two occasions didn't give away a card and they got a line break. Like they just got that killer instinct, the Kiwis. Mm. It just got that killer instinct and fair play to them.
2: They must um, train the funny. facial expressions too.
1: Doesn't cuddle. and well, What blew me away with them is when they were just fucking chi-hooing on the sideline in the 82nd minute when Harvey Lee scored like it was Christmas. They care that much that Broke they scored the in the 82nd minute to make it 1000 nil. Like they just, they're machines and we just don't yeah. have
0: that. Um, what do you guys think um, Or Valentini at eight? mind him actually. He seemed to get more involved um, than what he has done in previous games, so I actually didn't mind him in that position. Um, I think he ball carried well. He did work at the breakdown um, defensively. Still a bit of a liability at times, but actually, I, I didn't. I didn't mind him actually today. At, at I like the back row combination. Hooper's obviously a freak, and um, I didn't mind. Um, I know he made the error for the for one of the tries, but uh, I didn't mind uh, Swinton either. So I didn't mind the back row options. But are you, thought, on the, are you, um, you on the fairway, Richard? <laughs> Into the you know, green, mate. Just, just out a puck.
1: I thought uh, Valentini was epic, and I'll watch any game of rugby when he's playing Savia. It's like little brother versus big brother. They got the same dumb haircut, and they just yeah. belt each other. I up.
2: wish. I just wish he was more of a leader. He just looks like he's playing with no idea of what's going on. Or the structures and things. He's got all the aggression, all the talent, all the size. But every breakup of play, he's looking for other people to see if he did the right thing. And that's just me reading body language. So I want to see a little more conviction from him, a little more confidence in himself.
1: Um, I thought Run like you're didn't. the biggest
2: dude on the field, man, because yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, Blanche. It's, yeah. It's
2: a bit, it's a bit Wycliffe Palo, isn't it? Yeah. Do
1: it, do it. Do it. Do it,
2: man. You're 180 kilos. Play like you're 180. Yeah. Uh,
1: I thought Swinton, I was really on him for 20. And then I d- had proper him the rest of the game. I had no idea he was on the field. After he dropped that ball, I hated him. And I never got to forgive him because I never saw him again.
2: Yeah, unacceptable to drop that ball. Unacceptable. Yeah, it really is.
1: Um, <sighs> and then Michael Hooper, they need to build a statue of this. Boy. Has he Don't built?
2: they? You know what? I was thinking during the game. Surely he's sitting under the, the post at 60 nil going, fuck it, look, I'm getting paid, man. I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid for this. <laughs> no. I would be. I would be. It's Not just bad. so demoralizing. Yeah, more, yeah, I did a, more, yeah, more 15 more minutes better. ago. 15 minutes ago, I did a speech on playing for your country and it means something and all that shit. But after the 15th time in a row, just getting your ass butter caked around Eden Park, surely you're going there, 15 G match fee. 20g sponsors, yeah, but I'll do it, man. I'll stand here. I'll stand under the posts again. I would be. You know, maybe yeah, that's a blight. That's maybe that's know, a blight on my character. But and if he and if he had that mindset, he'd be in Japan. Surely it tickles in. It must tickle the sixth scrum repack. He must think of a dollar at least. Then
1: <laughs> um, I don't think he has that thought for a second, and I think that's why he finds something in the tank in the 80th minute to make that tackle when the rest of our team have tapped out. He's a special type of wallaby, Michael. Yeah, incredible. And I saw a lot I of criticism so on his captaincy on Twitter. Um. And oh, fuck off. Yeah, it's kind of how I feel. But it's got to be the critique's got to go out there, right? We got that yellow card. It was 21-15. We had a shot in front of the sticks. We could have taken it, would have been 21-18. Scoreboard pressure. They had 14 players. We went for the try, fucked up the line out. You've seen this script before. Two minutes later, they score. Now, with a man down, they've scored, and we were broken. It was game over. Is there something to be said about a captain? And I guarantee a French captain, Argentinian captain, an English captain, a Springwell captain against the All Blacks, take the three. We're the only country arrogant enough to think we're going to score there. And I know it's the yellow card. They're a man down and fucking bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Is there something to be said about his captaincy there? Or Australian arrogance or confidence, and maybe that belief is necessary in a sporting team. But you know, do we have, do we have to criticise them? There is that a problem. Well, anything
0: Jim- that just just to sorry, Jim, I'm stealing your thunder, but That's fine. I think I there's it. there's there's two points I would like to make on that. One, I love the uh, aggressive nature of going to because you have the man advantage and you want to put trust in your hooker. Uh, but I felt, but I felt like he made the wrong decision in regards to what option to take. I felt like it was a good opportunity to push the to get the score, but I felt like he should have taken the scrum at that point, uh, especially when only having seven players. You could have wheeled it slightly; you were a bit more dominant, and I think that would have opened up the the pitch to uh, to your backs as well. It may I think even World it, Rugby in general,
1: no captain's got the guts to take the scrum even when the scrum's dominant because the yeah. fucking rules are a bit of a lottery. But I agree with
0: you. Hmm. It's um, a proper mud wrestling but that would that would be the only thing i think if you want to i'm not sure of that reference uh, i think if you wanted to um you don't know what's be- going on what's a limb <laughs> no no oh geez what's a limb um <laughs> i think if you uh, if you want to be the old black, oblo- <laughs> <laughs>
2: is that someone's ass <laughs> have you seen mash that's what i imagine it to be like that scene in mash throwback for you oldies out there B- bill murray one of his best sorry keep going richard Oh, no, I'm just still
0: glad that uh, Blake went with the uh, with the uh, with the limb reference. I was wondering where he was going, what, what he was going to call the limb. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that was all I would say. I think it was the right option to go for it. Um, but I just because they had one man down, but I just felt you made the wrong option in terms of what set place to go with. But just Rocky, I, I
1: I actually agree with you, and I like to think that's what I would have done. I just think every other team in the world takes a three.
2: You've now got a three-point ball game.
1: Yeah, they, but make if- this a game of mistakes and back your boys to execute. Yeah, but then the- it, it
2: presented th- itself again just before the end of the first half, where we got we got the biscuits. Yeah, we got mm. the biscuits on that occasion, and that's why you know
1: you, you always point out the one mm. that they get wrong. But clearly, that broke us.
2: Mm. Right.
0: I think the thing is, you also need to talk about that. It, uh, receipts from kickoff, like there was a number of times where Darcy Swain was put up too early or drop balls from from restarts. So it's just a,
1: it's just another set piece in rugby. No, totally, now. totally agreed. To recorded the same, and if you don't execute 100 percent of the time, you're not beating the All Blacks.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, second row, I Matt Phillip. I was so into him. I was so impressed. Um, Darcy Swain. I guess that that rocket had to come back to earth at some point. Yep. Um, you know, he, he had a decent Super Rugby season. He's been incredible for the Wallabies. He's a bit shit. He got a bit bullied. I think the uh, the All Black Second are a bit off gym. They fired up. Didn't Thanks,
2: they? Thanks, Didn't they fire I up? I called
1: them a up Furniture last week. Um, <laughs> and then Solakai Loto came off the bench and just stunk. What do you guys think of the row? <laughs> yeah.
2: Didn't he stink? It I must was- be tough, though. It must be tough coming off the bench to that deficit. Hmm. Do you think actually... Stay in know the know defensive line, was- though, please.
0: I would like to question, do you think actually...
2: Uh, less... Sorry, we're having some lag here.
0: Yeah. Um, Sorry, I would like to question. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> All I would just, just, just say, do you think uh, Salah Carlota was missed at line-out time? Because he's been used a lot as an option at line-out. I'm not saying he was missed around the park, breakdown, et cetera, but do you think he was actually missed as a line-out option? Well, he's calling the shots, isn't he? Yeah, When when Philip doesn't play, yeah, he does, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I thought
1: our lineout was actually
0: pretty good, except when it mattered. <laughs> and by the way, there was Zealand...
1: I Z- and that's no different with him.
0: Mm. But New Zealand are very good. New Zealand are very good at closing that gap and getting up early. They're very, they're very yeah. smart.
1: One would yeah, say the are. second I was a are quite good.
2: Mm. I agree that they're very good, Jim. Yeah, they're all right. How do you practice playing under pressure? Though is it does do we have to do, do you have that. to practice with coaches packing heat? No, you just have to no, play there's games there's of footy. Point, right? You have to play
0: the games of footy and, and be consistently exposed to it and make poor choices and learn from it. So, as much no, as. No, we should be
1: playing in the NRC right now, not the Bodas side.
0: And you should be then, having
1: a 22 game season.
0: But the same level of intensity is not going to be in that NRC or MPC or no, whatever. No, but it is.
1: like we need rugby in more than 10 schools.
0: Oh, totally agree like with that. It
1: runs run so much deeper in terms of the time they've been playing. It runs so much deeper. When these wallabies are there, we pick one bloke because he's physical or one bloke because he's fast or one bloke because he's got a big kick. Every single key bloke can do every single skill. That was a kick. You don't make it to the top of that system unless you can do every single skill. And for us, just having one is enough. Um, I just think that that's the problem. We don't have all of the skills because there's just not enough rugby in this country. Which there's one do did... you rugby? There's not enough numbers in rugby. There's no second tier rugby. Once super rugby's over, mate, you're playing blokes hitting the cans till 5 a.m.
0: So just to ask, uh, Jim, out of all those ones that Blake has just said, which one have you got? Have you got the, the big kick? Have you got the um, the grunt? What what is it? What feature do you have? Because you know, we talk about you
2: as a rugby player. What what which one do you have? Look, nothing. You know what I contributed? My contribution, well, you know, it speaks to why we suck, man, isn't it? Because if I can. I cut
1: this out, Jim. your line out throw and the
2: third <laughs> end I worked on team. that. But um, if I'm the opposition to these dudes when they play Shoot Shield, there's something wrong. Right? You if know, I'm the ones they're point. going against at training, there's something this wrong.
1: This is my point. The, the, they literally were there. Like, I know. to wind the clock too, too long ago till I was the bloke they were tackling at training. I, are you kidding? Like, that's the problem, right? And if you look at New Zealand, think think what their blokes that play super rugby, the 30th best player for the Canterbury Crusaders, what rugby is playing right now this weekend. What about the 30th best tar? What rugby is he playing this weekend? Well, he's not playing any rugby, but even if he was, fuck me. He's literally training against me. Mm. like it's, it's it's madness it's mad that that's the problem that's why we don't have the skills to execute in those clutch moments and you can train the shit out of it but for 80 minutes at some point your skill deficit is going to be found out and,
0: maybe and we should just maybe we should just let him know that jim has said that he's not going to do a musical intro until they actually freaking win maybe that's going to be the thing damning that inspires them. them to be better in the clutch moments
2: Like the only music i write is damning so maybe that's what's going on
0: Oh, okay. I need Um, some inspiration, Jim.
1: Quickly, I don't want to diss the front row, but I thought James Slipper was fucking awesome. Al Artova was average,
2: played okay.
1: Um, BPA, look, he's not not a world-class hooker, but he's not playing badly. He just fucks up every key line out.
2: Yeah, he fucks up every key line out, and he's got to develop the position with the rest of the world. You can't just hang around the rucks and make the the, the A position tackles and throw six of the 10 lineouts straight. You need to you need yeah. to get pilfering. You need to be support play running. You need that to develop that position with everyone else.
1: Yeah, look at Cody Taylor. You can, you can move him to 12, he'd go all right. I probably wouldn't move BPA to twelve. Definitely no. not. You Dan Cole's at outside center, he'd go all right.
2: Fuck the Tarzan, have him. Malcolm Marks, man. Didn't he play 12 for a bit?
1: Uh, it was Van Rensburg, similar but similar
2: yeah. build, tight he shorts. Was, man, he 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 left too early, Van Rensburg. He had talent. He proper talent. Mm. Fuck, I missed that comp. I remember those days when that Lions team was the up and comers, and Young Keys was the the flyer. Faf Clerk was the was the nine. Those exciting times. The, the Springboks yeah, sickly was- are that Lions team of two thousand and fifteen.
1: Yeah, and, and that's what was special about Super Rugby. Then It had that real international element. And I think if we go the way of the ghetto law, I think we lose that. But I think South Africa made the decision where you can't have both. Um, and eventually, the the international brand is is the one that you can you live or die off. Mm. Do
0: you so want I to talk a little about? Mm, do you want to talk a little bit about the South Africans? Because I know you're very upset, and I don't know whether you really want to talk generically about how amazing the All Blacks are. So do you just want to scoot skate over that?
1: Yeah, let's scoot over. I actually thought the Argentinians um, might be a bit of a dark side here. I, I didn't get to watch it. I just saw the Stan highlights. God, I love Stan. It's an impressive, impressive little package I can put together. Mm. I was just shocked that the Springboks can name a second string team. That fucking outstanding.
0: Yeah, strength of depth is just unbelievable. And they all know how to play. They all play this very similar uh, game plan. They all know what they're doing, you know, structured. So, yeah, very, very impressive. Still like to... Is
1: old about that team? Yeah. Like, will they make it to the next World Cup? I just feel like... And I love it. As a fan, I love that no one's changed there. But even the B side, there's no new names. Like Jim said, it's these... Guys who in two thousand and five were, were getting good now they're world class. Will they make it? And I don't care about World Cup cycles. They beat the bloody Lions. They're they're hundred percent this season. I can't wait till they play us in the All Blacks. But will they will they hang on? As a disparate question, do you boys reckon they make it to the World Cup?
0: Oh, maybe they'll just do the Kiwi that that aging side. Oh, maybe they'll do the Kiwi thing that they'll have the nucleus there, and then just periodically over the next three years they'll add in a few key or core young talent um that that uh build that, that feeds into the culture and it just
2: continues to grow you know like they have done with kiwi teams over the years but uh and, that takes and, a they,
1: brave coach. and
2: yeah. they do have a culture there they uh they've got boys playing for each other it's it's really good they're yeah. going to be a strong yes, team do. and i don't think in south africa i don't know if new zealand are going over there do you know if they are
0: uh not off the top of my head i'll have a look hang on one second. second
2: but I they think but so. they should. You can't send Argentina there and then we go, nah, we're good. You kind of have to go, don't you?
1: You've probably got to do your bit and show. Up. But I think I saw online <laughs> that um, you know, we all said Rassi Erasmus crossed the line on this potty. But I've saw some people talking, and I think it was Bobby Skinstead said, Yeah, but the boys would die for him. Die for him. Right. They they know he would risk his career for them. They would die for him. There's a real cult thing going on there. Yeah. Um, and hopefully Dave Rennie can create something like that. I'm, and he, and he basic,
2: basically put his head on the smorgasbord for, for, the, for serving Rassi. Um, That's what and, I mean. And he, and he did it for them. Yeah. Just for
0: the record, neither Australia nor New Zealand go to South Africa.
2: It's
1: a bit out of your father, isn't
0: it? Yeah. So South Africa play Australia at the SCG, but they will clearly get moved. Uh, then they play at Suncorp. They'll probably get moved. Uh, then
2: they play at Forsyth Bar,
0: so Dunedin, and then they play at Eden
2: Park. Mm. Now that's a test I want to tune into. I just wonder how much weight the Bockeys are going to put on that game. Oh, are, they going to, are they going to bring that Lions attitude? Yeah, absolutely. They want, want why, to tell you what if you this because
0: they, they want to continue mm-hmm. this they last time they were in the rugby championship they won last time they were in the world cup they won they'd be the british lions now everyone wants to jump on the fact that they're not great they play a shitty brand of rugby they want to make come down here and make a statement mm-hmm. i think that they want to walk away and go well sod you all i don't care what brand we play but we walk away with another rugby championship and beat the all blacks in Austri- in, uh, in new zealand i think that's a statement
2: yeah i do too well put
1: And it's an an interesting one because normally I'd be going for the Bockeys in that and stuff, the All Blacks, but for the good of rugby and the brand of rugby, I want the All Blacks to win. I want to believe that attacking rugby still got some life in them because I think that's the Springboks mentality. They do that negative rugby better than anyone in the world Um, and they will be a very hard team to beat. It it does feel like we're being robbed of that game in South Africa though right now, Um, Mm. but I guess you can't be complaining in the global climate room.
0: Like nah, not you get. Weren't you complaining earlier on about just too many games? Yeah, in
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, you know, I've calmed down. I was hot-headed then. All oh, right, okay.
2: <laughs> just wanted to clarify. Should we project? Let's project to next week. We've got is, the same fixture. Yeah, it is. Is the is
1: this weekend or is it two
2: weeks? No, it's this weekend. Wait, no, it's two weeks. No, it's two weeks. It's two weeks. There's just round two. can't
0: take it. Um. So going then. So you predicted South Africa will beat Argentina, and the uh, in, in obviously South Africa. Yep. And then New Zealand will lose to Australia. Come on, there you go. Tell you're it. going with. Yeah, come on, let's be positive, you know. And then you'll, you two will be up and about, and you'll forget yeah. everything you've said on this podcast, is that, and you'll be alright. Is that
2: because Tottenham beat Man City? You're running on that high. Oh man, it's, what a weekend! Spurs win,
0: Arsenal lose, Wallabies lose,
2: England are doing better in the cricket. What Where's Harry Kane about? right now? Probably
0: somewhere between Tottenham and Manchester, trying to work out how to get to Manchester. City? Yeah, absolutely. They're the only ones that can afford him.
2: Are you watching?
0: Do you see that? No, 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 it's funny. Fuck that sports school. Is he really going to Man City? Yeah, Yeah, They're the only ones that can afford him, mate. he would be like, they'll give us probably 80 million in cash and then they'll probably give us probably... Uh, Emmerich Laporte and one other player to make it up to like a total of 150 million
2: or something like that. Is there no salary, or are you talking about the transaction fee that's so yeah, yeah,
0: the transfer fee? And then there'll ah, be, his, okay. and then it will his, his, his uh, wage will be something astronomical as well, but they'll find a way to pay him.
2: Yeah. How oh, the fuck? Imagine the pressure of that kind of money being spent on you.
0: No, oh, unbelievable.
2: That's unbelievable. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, Jack Grealish. He'd, went, he'd be behind Jack,
0: the post, Cameron, yeah, Jack Grealish cost, was <laughs> was cost hundred million the other day and he was shit as well. So yeah.
2: I don't know. Sorry. Right. Yeah, so is that is this his first season um,
0: for them, Grealish? Yeah. Yeah. It right. could be worse. Sorry, last thing so I know Blake doesn't really care, but uh, Philip Coutinho, it's cost Barcelona a shitload of money, something like 180 million or something like that and now barcelona are broke and one of the main reasons is because they spent all that money on him and paid him all the wages and they can't get rid of him how'd you feel know. then
2: it's a, it's a trap that shit eh? yeah i know tell me about it
0: tell you what
1: championship manager for but i had it all sorted no one else? <laughs>
0: no, I did. I did play championship manager and then football manager afterwards as a. As a... Yes, mate.
2: They were you good know, games. Most eh? of
1: my life was spent on that game. If you boys want to talk rugby soccer players from the early 2000s, I could go for hours. Talk to just... <laughs> yeah. yeah, you about Wonder Kid.
2: Yeah. Remember Clarence Seedorf? You loved him.
1: I loved him, mate. Anyway, I'm sure this is riveting for rugby fans. <laughs> my prediction for the Wallaby game. Um, uh, I just reckon New Zealand won't let it happen again. They've seen this story too, and they're going to be committed. I think well will be interesting, um, with Paisami out with the birth of his child. Um, so I reckon we might see Karevi run on. I hope we fucking do. In Q- um, QC, mate,
2: funny. if QC doesn't wear think, the 10, I would love Quay Cooper slap me with a raw fish.
1: 12. Just go a bit wild, but Tyra... Hang,
0: hang, um, hang on, we need we need to revisit this. So if you are wanting if Quaid Cooper plays, we can slap you with a fish.
2: You can find me and slap me across the face with a raw fish. I picked it four weeks ago, man. I said QC will start plays, in Optus.
0: So if you so so we can only slap you with a fish if he starts, or if just he starts. He yeah.
1: He's gonna come off the if bench. Quade Cooper plays and Australia beats the all blacks. Holy moly. Holy moly. I will be ordering some beers to my house. <laughs> That's a bit of all I can do, but I will be doing it.
2: I reckon it would have been Karevi's condition, man. I'll play. Fine. Fine. I'll play. But Quaid plays 10. <laughs> 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 oh, jeez, They you know what channel they're running down. All right. <laughs> I'll see you, boys. i got an apple tart waiting for me. Do you? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I've cleaned up the diet, no booze, no bad food, no that's carbs. That's, that's,
0: for, that's because you're going for the tour de France, yeah.
1: Yeah, it took up, the, yeah, it was very heavy on that bike, Richard. It doesn't
0: <laughs>
2: move up hills, dude. You, I don't know if it's true. No, nah,
1: well, Wednesdays is fine. Wednesdays,
2: you frolics with the lambs, man, but you hunt with the wolves. It depends what day I catch you. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. All I'm right. sure the last minute
1: to this podcast. Has been
0: quality.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Thanks for hanging in there. We love you. All right. It's gotcha, a long gotcha. time for one game. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: All right. Catch you
2: there.